This podcast is sponsored by Dent Magic, your Bristol-based car body repair company. Visit us at Cripps Causeway or Central Bristol, or we can even come to you with our mobile service at your home or workplace. Have you got a scuff, scratch or dent on your vehicle? Dent Magic can fix them all. If you need the magic touch for your vehicle, visit www.dentmagic.net to get your quick quote online today. Peeps in a podcast. My name is Patch, and this is, believe it or not, episode 196 of the regular show of Three Peeps in a Podcast. And funnily enough, 195 was actually Nick Butter, who uh, who actually ran a, a marathon in every country in the world, which is 196 marathons. So it's a shame we couldn't have shifted him to 196. But there we go. That's how these things fall. But um, for those who have listened before, obviously there are two other shows, Robin's Review and Robin's Reunited, two Bristol City-focused podcasts. Um, so add all those together, Rich, and we're up to 434 episodes. Who would have thought back in the day? Just three, <laughs> three, three young men sat in a front room just mucking about would turn into this mammoth podcast. Mammoth, love that. And uh, yeah, that episode one will we'll go down in the uh, in the archives as probably still the funniest episode because literally as you say we didn't have a clue what we were doing and couldn't stop giggling like little school girls well we kind of peaked in the first 20 seconds <laughs> it's, been, it's been downhill since then but uh, yeah very much good way, so. good way to start yeah exactly well um rich we've, we've done um we're doing about a regular show a month now and as, as i say i did one with nick butter talking about his um his run weekends initiative so go back and have a, to that one if you want to if you're a runner or want to attend one of those but um prior to that we did a glastonbury review didn't we with adam Criver behind the scenes of glastonbury well, well the, even glastonbury seems that seems like we had summer back then had, a, had another winter and then summer's arrived this week. <laughs> just, just as this, just as the kids have gone back to school, it's like it's like the school holidays has, has laughed at the kids. Absolutely. So, be, so before they before they when they were still at school, it was really sunny. Six weeks of torrential downpour. When they go back, hello sun, I'm back out. So yeah, perfect, wasn't it? And uh, Rich, we've actually been together today at lunchtime. We um, it's the second time that I've got you to uh, Kingswood Leisure Centre to play. The fastest rising sport, I think, in the world, pickleball. How did you? How have you found those two, two adventures? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've, man, I played some. I played some sports in my time, like now. But that is is tor- I mean, inside a hall as well in this temperature to, as it was today. <laughs> I know the doors were open, but then that didn't mean anything. It is. It's 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 brutal, isn't it? It's absolutely brutal. It's it's and, fast. And, and when you're playing against you, like you no know, six foot four, five foot wide, you know. Trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get trying to find those gaps is very difficult but i did win the last game you did you did um yeah so but i've only won one game in two weeks but uh, i'll yeah. take that but it's it's really good at exercise and um anyone can play it i think that's the beauty of it and uh obviously i started playing at david lloyd with with ranges of of ages um males and females and uh it's such good exercise and it's it's actually quite a good laugh isn't it yeah, it's pretty good. Like, like no, but a minute ago, I um, literally burnt five hundred odd calories, but my wife and kids weren't that impressed. <laughs> I literally said, "Oh, try and guess how many calories I burnt in that hour." Oh, is that all? I'll do more now. Oh, yeah. You can't. You can't win. You can't win. No, some I people. know. I know. 
Absolutely. Well, um, we have got a guest with us today, Rich, and um, it's someone that Mike Smith, a listener to one of our Bristol City podcasts, reached out and suggested as a guest. And he, I understand, went to one of his gigs. So we've got an artist, a music artist on with us today. Uh, so come in, Fraser Anderson. Fraser, how are you, sir? Hello, I'm good, Pat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, so, yeah, have you ever heard of Pickleball, first off? Pickleball? No, I'd like to know more about it. It sounds fun. It is good fun. So I'll I'll describe it for you. It's, it's a Go badminton on. court with a right. tennis height net, uh, and you've got like a paddle and like a plastic ball with holes in it, which obviously travels quite fast. Um, and yeah, it's it as I say, it's genuinely the fastest growing sport in the world. So you bought you played a form of tennis. Yeah, basically, it's like. Yeah. Would you describe it as like slower tennis, Rich? Well, I'm going to say short tennis. So it's obviously not, a, like you said, it's a badminton-sized court, which is quite small, like long and long and narrow. But yeah, with these big paddle things. So imagine like oversized tennis table rackets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a kind of hard plastic ball, and it's a lot, lot kind of volleying and so a lot of. It isn't like you hit it, then it takes two seconds to reach every person. It's like relentlessly. So it's between between badminton and tennis, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's a badminton-sized court, tennis-sized height net, a lot faster than badminton because obviously shuttlecock is slow traveling. Hmm. I'm gonna say it's faster than tennis as well because the court's a lot smaller. Yeah, so there's, a lot more, there's a lot more volume and reactions. Let's say tennis, where it's kind of more positional, kind of you no. Know, yeah. You get a lot of rallies just at the baseline, don't you? But you don't get that in. So a lot of leisure centres don't actually stock the materials to do it, like the the paddle and the and the special pickle ball. Uh, but we've bought our own one off of ebay uh amazon which was about i think about 40 quid for the for the two paddles and um right. some balls so all you need to do is get that and hire yourself a badminton court and they won't know what hit them so uh <laughs> that's pickleball uh give that a go if anyone's listening and, and has given it a go then get in touch with us on twitter and let us know what you think so we'll, we'll talk about We'll talk more about music now, I think, Fraser, than pickleball. Uh, so you've moved to Bristol. But I moved here from, I was in London for almost a year. And then I was in France for a little while before that. And then I moved from Scotland. Uh, so I've been around a wee bit. Okay. Okay. So what actually brought you to Bristol? Was there uh, any draw to Bristol? Obviously, it's the street art well, capital of the world and obviously upcoming <laughs> musicians. Um, well, it was partly to do with the divorce, partly to do with uh, I, I I found myself being a single dad full time with with three sons, and so I was trying to figure out I was at a crossroads uh, in my life, trying to think where to go, and um, so I had played in Bristol a long time ago um, at the Folk House on Park Street, and just always just felt a love for the place, and so just became a kind of no no brainer really brilliant so so let's let's talk about your your background then so how long have you been in the music industry is it something you've been in for the whole for your whole life or yeah pretty much i mean i left i left school and went straight into music college and uh and ever since then i've been juggling music with uh being a dad and uh, and just trying to just see my way through life doing creative ventures really yeah and what were your sort of musical influences and what sort of formed your 
I mean, I, I'm a, a bit of a fan of the Beastie Boys, but I, I think my my being a singer songwriter, it's like the those '70s um, guys, you know, like James Taylor and Paul Simon and Carol King and all those people, you know. Yeah, Beastie Boys, your eyes lit up then, Rich. <laughs> but Beastie Boys are quality. You know, I think people just think Beastie Boys are like these three rappers, and that's it. They do obviously play their instruments, and they got quite a genre, a wide range of music. Beastie Boys produce it isn't just rapping it's a lot of different yeah. songs basically yeah, yeah and uh so so for the, for the people who haven't heard your music they will obviously join this podcast but um how would you describe your your sound it's acoustic songs it's been described as modern cinematic folk so whatever that is i get that and rich <laughs> you made a good point earlier on because when you sent that that song through for us to have a listen to that we'll play at the end of the podcast Rich, you came out with a good point, actually. Well, I, I listened to what I could find on Apple Music, and um, yeah, I kind of, kind of got the vibe of soundtracky, oh, kind right. of like um, these kind of not of not obviously action films, these kind of indie films. I don't, I don't know if you ever you saw said Detectorists, Rich. I thought. Was, oh no, the, uh, was the a song. But there, no, but the song, yeah, the song you did send through. Then like, I actually did listen to. It. Yeah, very kind of. Yeah, background. I'd lovely background music. Because if you're just out in the back garden, kind of having a wine or some lager, and just. Just lovely background, just just, just relaxing, yeah, not kind of in your face, kind of, but just yeah, mm-hmm. something, something you put on when you're entertaining. If you're gonna sound posh, but uh, just well, that is that to sort of uh, yeah, that's that sort of acoustic acoustic feel. So when when um when we're having um you know a, a meal, just me and my wife, we'll ask we'll ask Alexa for for acoustic <laughs> covers because it's just that sort of easy listening, isn't it? Is that the type of of um sound you're going through for then fraser um not sure if it's what i'm going for it's just kind of the way things have happened over five albums it's like that's just kind of how things have come about i've done some other stuff um um i did a, i've done a couple of covers we're do, I've done 500 miles by the proclaimers which i'm going to record soon um which is like a completely different take on on their stompy version of their song um yeah, and and I, I did a um, did one that went out on someone else's. It was a, a label that asked me to do it. Uh, it was Kate Bush's uh, "Running Up That Hill," and it it got three hundred thousand views, which is a lot more than any of my songs. So we're trying to release that under under my own name. So that would. Oh, that sounds awesome! That sounds awesome. So what in terms of so five albums um, yeah, over yeah. a period of. 10 years, did you say? 20 years, years, yeah. 20 years. So, and they're all of those, the majority of those you've written yourself and written the music for yourself. What's your your, uh, approach to writing a song? Is it something you sort of have to be in a certain mindset for, or is it just sort of come to you sometimes in a dream? How do you, how do you write music? The the dream thing has happened. Um, I quite, I love having, um, like at least three or four songs on the go where that I can dip in and out of and because just love that process of just creating a new song. So I've, I've always got a few things happening that I can just, you know, if I've got some <clears throat> downtime, I'll just kind of jump inside that. But I don't really have a, a process as such. I just enjoy enjoy just creating, enjoy creating anything, really. It doesn't have to be songs. And and I'm interested in the in the difference between writing the music and writing the lyrics is there a difference or is it just do you write one first and then the other or 
Um, it can. I don't really have a set. Some people have a rigid way of doing things, but uh, I've. I've had things where I've started with a poem and then I've had stuff where I start with a just a feel on a guitar or a feel on the piano or it can just whatever way it takes to there's many ways to climb a mountain they say yeah so absolutely yeah and just yeah. going back to the the sort of the soundtracky type thing have, have people have you been approached to to, to write music for us a certain show or a certain film or short film or things things like that is that has that ever happened not so far it'd be nice though yeah because that, that would be nice. yeah because obviously you've seen mm -hmm. i've we've seen think uh shows where where that happens and yeah, yeah. you you're then reacting to what's happening on the, on the screen more so than writing something from your head yeah no i'd love the chance to do something like that it'd be great that sounds awesome doesn't it yeah, so yeah. uh 20 years in, in the music industry, five albums. Uh, have you been touring throughout that 20 years? Is that something that you do? Do you do a lot of that or is it certain times of I've year? Been, no, I've been a lot of times. I've been across in Canada. I'm going back over there uh, the end of October. Um, I, I was signed with a German record label for a while and uh, they were based in Hamburg. So a lot of the promotion was, was done over there. Um, so... And there's been various kind of um, false starts and trying to get things going with different managers and things like that. And and now I'm completely independent and working with a, a lovely little team here and we're doing it all ourselves. And so this is, we feel like even though it's 20 years in, this this is like year one because there's never been any promotion done in Britain at all. So um, it's kind of like, I wouldn't say starting again, but we're, we're, we're building things in the right way like the venues are happy with the gigs and we're booking things in for next year and so it all, it all feels really feels really good awesome yeah. rich as someone who goes to to glastonbury year in year out and lots of new artists new music it's it's that big break that people just get from something like that or or, or on touring etc well the thing is when i go to glastonbury i don't just target the big names that the headliners i do kind of like to go around to the smaller little bands and kind of try and find something different to listen to rather than the same you know run the mill kind of you know, nice, nice. Right, obviously you see it, i want john things like that but i do like to get to the small ones you can just relax with a beer not tucked in a crowd and you do you do come across some little gems that you probably wouldn't ever find yeah just yeah. listen to the radio but and yeah you come across blokes like fraser who kind of you say think hang on where's he been like <laughs> well no where's he been all my, all my life kind of thing mm. and there's yeah there's quite a few bands i've listened to now which i would never even if i listen to radio and things like that I would never have come across them, but festivals, things like that. That's what, yeah, exactly. That's where you get your big break. Yeah, yeah. And you just build from there, don't you? But what, what I was thinking is there is there a super group Fraser? Is, is the boys the sons? Is it in the genes? Have you, pa <laughs> have you, have you pass it down to the boys? So my my eldest plays the cello. Um, my youngest son actually he's an actor and he's at Bristol School of Acting, um, and he got a part in a, a feature film. So he was on the red carpet at Cannes Film Festival this year. Uh, so his film is coming out uh, in November, I think. So um, we're all, as a family, we're all quite excited about that. What's, what's the age group of your sons? Uh, so the youngest is, he's 19, and then his big brothers are 24 and 27. Watch, this, started, watch yeah. this space. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Start young. Yeah, got everyone done with a long paper run <laughs> <laughs> love that so so the the song that we're gonna actually play 
in a second. Um, yeah. I understand the the music video for that has just been nominated for an award at the the Worcester Film Festival. So that's they just emailed me today about that. Yeah, it's great. Is that something that you 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 did? Were you involved in the production of the of the of the the, the music video and? Yeah, I made the whole thing myself. Um, uh, I did. I got into making that in uh, in lockdown. Um, it was friends of ours that that made a paper model of like a, an Italian courtyard, and I put green. I kind of modified it and put green material in the windows, and and just kind of got really into it. Got quite geeky about the process of green screen and things like that, and got my pals to come in and. In this room here, we we filmed everyone individually and placed them in the courtyard so that they looked like they were an actual audience. Wow! Uh, I, I watched it. I watched it just before just before we started and wondered wondered if it was filmed, you know, all separate, all not separately, but all filmed as one scene. But to film them all yeah. separately and then patch them all in that's that's yeah. impressive. And it's got so Bristol Harbour's in there, and you see that there's the hot air balloons going across the top and stuff. So Lo lovely nod to Bristol. I mean, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, we're all for we're all for all about Bristol. <laughs> but that's yeah. great. That's great. That's going to be um, you know at the the so when is the Worcester Film Festival? It is the fourth to the seventh of October, um, and the Bristol Film Festival have they've I'm still in with a possibility for that, but they've put the deadline back. I'll find out on Wednesday if I'm if I'm getting anything from that. I don't know. So is your is your musical created purely digitally? Do you get any uh, actually tangible? I don't, we're not doing CDs anymore, but we've got a, a friend of the show who owns Longwell Records in Kentsham. Um, and right. obviously sells a lot of LPs and things like that. Is it if you if you got some um... got vinyl as well? Yeah, but I'm just. Does your friend make vinyl? Because I'm trying to find someone to produce. You probably vinyl. would know know a man who does, but he sells right. he sells a lot in his store, Longwell Records in Kentsham. Right, um, and he's always at Glastonbury as well. So yeah, it's, a, it's a real well known little independent shop in it, Longwell Records. Everyone, yeah. everyone, whenever I'm with Ian, he runs it. Whenever I'm with him, everyone seems to know him around Bristol. <laughs> you walk around and everyone just seems to know him. So I think he's, I think he's out there. He's, he's very good on social media, things like that. So he's good at sharing uh, new music, Ooh, things like that. Yeah, I would just just send him a, a send him a tweet and say, do you know? He, I'm sure he could put you in touch with someone who does. He does, he does little um little concerts in his shop in Kingsham or yeah, there's, that's there's a good show actually. There's a, there's a place opposite called the Space. If, if it's for like a bigger people, it's, he's 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 at um what's her name? Can't remember the. The, the girl who's on it who's pretty quite oh, famous yeah um oh billy billy no mates that's it that's her that's her name so billy uh no mates yeah she was at glastonbury wasn't she she was glasto she supported um sleeper mods she's back she's done backing vocals on some of their songs mm. so ian yeah ian who runs lama records ian Hitchinson is worth getting in contact with him just to yeah yeah well share some social media stuff sure Absolutely. So the gig that Mike Mike Smith saw you at then was that in Bristol or? I think that was uh, at Bath at Chapel Arts. I think he came to that one. Um, we, we've I need to book something in for Bristol. We've not got anything lined up yet, but we will have. If once you've got uh, you get an LP for that latest track of One More Day Forever, get that out at uh, Longwell Records and get that get do a little gig in the in the shop. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, let's let's actually listen to that track now. So, um, do you want to just give us a little bit of a background about what about the song, what it's about, and the history behind it? 
Sure. Uh, well, I was writing a song uh, about human connection and uh, I was halfway through and I was trying to find a chorus. And my partner, Bex, she walked past the room and she came in and she said, what's that you're doing? I said, I'm writing a song about human connection. And she said, I wrote a song about human connection about 10 years ago. And she said, I think the chorus might fit. And I said, well, I'm looking to get a chorus. Why don't you try it? So she came in and she sang her chorus and I was like, wow, that really works. And so it kind of like first time it almost worked in the, the way that we recorded it. So it's two songs that were written 10 years apart, both about our uh, innate desire for human connection. Wow. Um, so what a story. So, so obviously the, the female vocalist in that is your partner. Yeah, Bex Baxter. Yeah. Excellent. Well, here it is. It's One More Day Forever by Fraser Anderson and Bex Baxter. I want to feel it all. I want connection with so many people in so many ways. If I was only here for one more day And I want to touch your skin I don't care where you've been I want to hold you in my I was only here for one more day And as you're moving on I feel in my bones that I believe Kiss you, take you in my 
Fantastic. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed that and you can find many more songs from Fraser Anderson on Spotify. Any any streaming platform. I, I've managed to find you on Spotify and uh, Amazon Music, etc. And Apple Music. I know Rich is a big promoter of Apple Music. But yeah. um, excellent. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Fraser. And we're going to come on to some of our more regular segments now. And uh, we want you to get involved as we like to get our guests involved in some of these. So Rich is going to kick us off and get us in the mood with Rich's rant. Rich, what's annoyed you this week? Unnecessary traffic lights, especially in Kingsham. I don't know if you ever drive to Kingsham from the Lumber Green area, which I expect you do, Patch. Um, Kingsham Road, Kingsham Bypass. It, it seems like a monthly thing. I don't know if they bought some new traffic lights and they want to get their money's worth out of it. it no, they don't want to get them taken away. But I, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, Patch, but I did film my uh, passage through the traffic light setup. Didn't. And it, the traffic lights literally were, the traffic lights were the obstruction. So the, the, there was nothing in the road to need traffic lights. So I basically set the traffic lights, they were red, went forward, change lanes but the only thing obstructing the road was the actual traffic lights so no so road works or anything. No, there was nothing it's like they're practicing how to use traffic lights so <laughs> they do this they do this on a i'm sure it's on a, a bi-weekly process if they did if they did it on bypass they move into the high street just to cause carnage around the church there so yeah i, I don't know it's just temporary traffic lights are not really necessary if you just leave it to the motorists who can negotiate little potholes or a cone mm. And there, they just seem to be there for ages. Yeah. F- freeway traffic lights sometimes, so you're waiting like ages. Just stop doing it. Yeah. No, good shake. Good shake. Completely agree with that. So Rich has got a, a, a rant that he does every every episode, Fraser. But we also get our chance to join in with the room of doom. Rich, Rich and Mike in the tiny room. Tell us what's in So we're going to come to that now and we all have to put something forward that really annoys us uh, and then we get to vote on which one actually goes into the room of doom so um, i've got plenty written down in front of me and i always pick the wrong one <laughs> so i'm gonna go for this is quite this again is quite niche but it is very neat yours are always niche they are they are but so it happened to me today I, I was trying to reserve an area for drinks at Christmas for a work party, okay? And I phoned up the 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 the, the restaurant or bar. I'm not going to say where it was. Uh, and went through the request because they asked me, so when do you want it? And et cetera, et cetera. And they said, would you mind emailing that to me? So why not write, if I'm telling you all this, why not write it down? I'm then doubling my efforts of asking you, and then, then I have to email. Does that ever happen to you guys, Rich? But is it is it not just to cover them, just in case? Well, no. But if it was in case book... you in, in case you pull the book in, yeah. And then they they phone you and say, "Hang on, you cancelled no, but... last minute." And you go, "Hang on, I never phoned you." I think but that email occasion... is they got it in writing. They got proof. No, on yeah, but I'm not making a book in on this occasion. She said, "Can you email it to me so that I can check it with I don't know, their line manager or whatever?" And I said, "Oh, can." Can you not um can you not find out now or can you get me their number so that I can ring them? And she said, Oh, just wait a minute. 
came back 30 seconds later. Yep, sorry, nothing's available. So the fact that she wanted me to email in and send it all through again, uh, I would have had to have done that. And then for her to reply a day later and say that it wasn't available. So, Well, your, your first mistake is wait until September for the start. Right? You know, people are booking stuff in bloody May, aren't they? The Absolutely. Shops are, the shops are stocking chocolate in May. Yeah. As soon as, yeah. as, soon as Easter's finished, the Christmas stuff comes in. Christmas is Christmas is upon us already, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. Well, I, clearly I've picked the wrong one. But Rich, you want to go next? <laughs> uh, my mine. I do. I do like a. I do like a Facebook uh, rant. This is. Yeah. So this is someone in work who does this. I'm not going to name the names. But yeah, you have a child, yeah. You, so you obviously celebrate having a child, and mm. you might celebrate the first and second birthdays. But why are you celebrating 34 weeks? And you're literally putting this baby on a mat that says 34 weeks old, number of days, hours. Mm. Why are you celebrating that? What do you need to Oh, 34 weeks with this one. Shut up. I, <laughs> I, um, just say happy first birthday, happy second birthday, third, fourth. Don't break, actually, it, down. Don't break uh, it down to weeks and get a proper mat for it. That's actually put, put on um, the mat. quite topical, Rich, because uh, my, um, my sister-in-law sent around a picture of her child at nine months today holding up a card that says nine months and that's more of a round number isn't it you know nine months rather than 34 yeah, weeks but just people making money the, the card maker manufacturers they're <laughs> laughing their heads off uh, I, I, no, you get happy grandma's day happy happy like two doors down neighbor's day don't you? it's like how, how far does it go well your kids your kids are much older now rich so you probably didn't have access to these cards back you know, in the day well right one's 19 should i break down should i break down in weeks and work it out well can you can you get a card <laughs> made that says 19 years old and get her to hold it maybe how old's your baby 18 months well he's one then isn't he well you're 18 <laughs> months one and a half since so, rich is 12 months that's a year so yeah okay fraser right. save us save <laughs> us from this madness uh your give us something that annoys you something that not so you mentioned alexa earlier i've just i've always had this wonder about and it's not it doesn't really annoy me but it kind of like and sorry they they like kind of support um, a lack of just general manners because people are like boss them around and I think it'd be nice if if you had to say please and thank you in order for them to work I think that would be quite a nice to make society more friendly <laughs> teach manners yeah yeah because I because yeah. like oh, on Alexa when it, when my wife leaves it on in the kitchen which is every night even when she goes to bed I just say Alexa and I want to say shut up yeah um, but if I had to say, please be quiet, or yeah. would you turn off now, please? I think that yeah. would... Um, don't mind if it's not too much trouble. trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, because if, if your kids were using yeah. it and they had to say please and thank you every time <clears throat> it worked for them, that would kind of instigate into them, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so, so okay, let me just try and pigeonhole that for Fraser as... That's not a room of doom. That's a new invention. That's like, you should paint them. Well... <laughs> I think it, I think that is I think that's a gr cracking idea. But so being rude to Alexa, that's that, that's his entry. I think people being rude to Alexa, yeah. And the fact that Alexa just allows that to happen, I think Alexa should bite back a little bit. You better yeah. hope that Tim Cook doesn't listen to this podcast because he's going he's to do it <laughs> straight away to Siri. It'd be great if Alexa just went, "Say please." That, that is great. That is great. Okay. Um. So, so mine is lazy, <laughs> lazy, lazy uh, room of dooms. No, no. What is it? What would you say if you if I for my for my one lazy uh, call call answering 
systems. Too much, too much hassle, just booking somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yours, Rich? Uh, yeah, celebrating 34 weeks or oh, yeah. 26 hours, babies, things like that. Okay. Um, right. Uh, I'm going to go. And then, and then putting the photos on Facebook as if, we're, inter- the, as if we're interested. Let's keep this straight and easy. Definitely, I'm going for Fraser. Fraser's come up with a cracker there. Uh, being rude to Alexa. Rich, you happy to, to go with Fraser on this I'm going with Fraser. I don't, I don't mind losing 2 1. Because yeah. <laughs> no one's, uh, no one's going to vote for your spouse. So. No, absolutely not. Can I just give you some? I, I'm going to just give you some more now. Because, hey, Fraser, congratulations. You've won uh, this podcast room. Let's, let's just ask Fraser who, who he would have voted for. Who would you have voted for? Who would you voted for? His or mine? Oh, I don't think uh, I really got mine to be honest. No one did. No, I, I don't. I don't think I did because I was thinking about mine when I was shooting into yours. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Okay. Uh, it's, here's some other ones. So, again, it's very specific. But when when you're on your phone and yeah. you know, like, so to find an app or something, I drag down and type the name of the app in, and then it comes up, and I press it. Or yeah. if you're on a website and you find what you want to watch and then it's when you're about to click on something on your phone and it changes and you end up clicking on something else. Does that ever happen to you guys? Like if you're on a website and then you're about to touch yeah. something and then something else comes up. I know what you mean, yeah. And sometimes it makes you press something you don't want to press. Yeah. Exactly. Like pop, it's like pop-up windows, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, pop-up windows. And also I think it's a, it's a message from Tim Cook at Apple to say you need to upgrade your phone because it's obviously whirring around a little bit too slow to to, to work quick enough well it's not because if you, if you say on you go to bristol live website yes that's the that's re- a perfect yeah. example you're reading the story then a, a, a video say pops up doesn't it yeah and gets and gets the way the, the or, time just, is- or the text shifts up a bit because something's come in below and it's all gone all over the place right here's another one people who say yay big or yay so, high is it have you ever heard that uh, yay high i've heard yeah yeah i've heard a bit but i can't say it People don't annoy you in my company. This was um something on on Twitter. Uh, someone someone said words or sayings that annoy you, and obviously the top one is always Holly Bobs. Yeah, yeah. I think well, you've said, I think you've mentioned that before. But but, but I've had, I've had this. I mentioned this before. Staycation. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't even say vacation. So why are we saying staycation? If if us British are saying it is holly stay. Yeah, no. so we say we say holiday. We, do, we never say vacation anyway. So that's another staycation. one of your inventions, Rich. That isn't it? Yeah, holly stay. Yeah, yeah. I like that. trademark. Trademark that. Mm. <laughs> Just trying to find the. Uh, oh, here we go. Holly Bob's baby moon was another one. Couple goals. Oh, date night. It. Date date night. What is yeah. date night? What is date night? Date night. Well, it's a, a night where you Grab your sit wife. out. You go out with your wife, or yeah. or sit out. in the kitchen together. But you've, you've literally you've just, you've just gone out with your wife. You're not on a date because you're already married. But it makes it more special, I think, for well, for your partner anyway. Name it to say, well, this is officially date night. This is yeah. official. This is an official date. We're not it just sat together. More than yeah. we're in the pub. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hubby is another one of hers. Uh, ick, red oh, flag. Yeah. I was going to bring it up. Ick. Who says yeah. ick? Where's, where's that come from? I don't know. Is it a love? Is it Love Island slang? I don't know. I don't know. Seems to be sweeping the nation. Yeah. Red flag, wifey for lifey. I've never heard that. Uh, this one, when they say, yeah. I'm out with this one. Yeah. Oh, I see uh, that. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I annoy people. Should I stop saying that? Well, apparently it, it annoys our Rach blogs on Twitter. Oh, right. Um, who's Bristolian and very got a very <clears throat> big social media following. Um, and then Cool Beans is another one that she says. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, she doesn't. She doesn't say. It annoys her. I bet she does. Um, but yeah, there we go. Right. Uh, more more things from from me. People who come into the room and tell you to turn the TV down. Generally, my wife. Yeah. Um, that happens a lot. Uh, this has annoyed me. I've got an eight and a five year old, and the amount of food waste that uh, that they impose upon me. <laughs> Um, is oh, remarkable. Oh, well, they they wait so like cereal. I I I'll do them a little bit of cereal, and then if they eat that, they can have some more. Whereas my wife will fill the bowl with cereal, and every morning there's loads left. Uh, yeah, but that's your wife's fault then, isn't it? It is. Yes. Um, but I I won't raise it with her direct. <laughs> and, that, and that's how that's how we put on weight because we end up eating their leftovers. It is exactly right, Rich. So yeah, I come in, I well, think, right, that's my that, excuse, Henry. I've got to scrape that in the bin or I can eat it. Um, <laughs> and you know what happens there. Uh, people who talk over me on, on the phone, particularly on Teams at work, because there is that slight delay and you they say something and then you go to reply and then they carry on talking. Yeah. And then you forget what you're going to say. That is so annoying. Um, yeah, that was good of Rich and I to let you finish that sentence. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we could have jumped in, but luckily we've got a strong internet connection here, and uh, Zoom seems to be the way forward for that. But uh, yeah, that's, that's my that's my list of, of of things there. So plenty of plenty of things that annoy me. Yeah, you you might have one with some of those tonight. Yeah, I always pick the wrong one. Always pick the wrong one. Right. Uh, so another segment on the podcast is recommendations. Obviously, one massive recommendation is that everyone goes and listens to listens to Fraser Anderson. Um, but Rich, absolutely, absolutely. Rich, what have you been watching, listening to? I've been watching, and it's I think it's on series four now, not season because it's English. Um, it's called Homemade Homes Made Perfect. I think have you ever seen okay. that? No. Is um is where um seen Fraser that. has? Hang on. It's good, Fraser, isn't it? Is that the one where they do it all in 12 hours? No. Ah, this is okay. one where um, you get a couple. So they're, they're, their homes don't work for them. Yeah, they kind of, they need some help with their homes, the planning of it. And you get six, uh, two architects. Arch- I can't say it. Architects. What do you Arch- say? It? Hang on, Rich. Architects. Ar- Jesus Architects. Pick me two Yeah, two of those. There's six in total, but every week is two different ones. And they kind of, they visit the house, take all the measurements. So then they go into a room with VR and they can see what can be done with their house. Mm. And then that couple pick the winner and they have it built. Obviously, they got to pay for the budget. If it didn't like a BBC, they don't pay for it. They got a set budget, kind of what they want. So these two architects go around, kind of get the vibe of the house, the, the people, and yeah, end up doing these VR glasses. And before your eyes, all the walls come down and they oh, shit me. And then um, <laughs> you, you, get a, you get a whole new uh, house, basically. Watch it. Homes made, homes made perfect on and, BBC and, iPlayer. And who pays for all this? Well, they they, they come in. The woman says, oh, what budget have you got? Oh, we've got 80 grand, 20 grand kind oh, of. All right. Uh, so, that, so BBC favorite. aren't paying for it then? No, no, no. They're paying for that. Obviously, they're getting the architect. Okay. But when it comes to it, they got to pay for the building or everything. So. Okay. But it's so good. It... Homes made perfect. On BBC iPlayer. BBC iPlayer. Okay. Nice. All right. Anything else? Uh, the new Blur album's pretty good. Okay. Right. You and you heard a lot of that at uh, the gig in Wembley, did you? Well, only only your two songs from the okay. new album at Wembley, but uh, yeah, that's okay. right. That's a great gig. You say in virtual reality, I actually have got an Oculus Two, and I've been playing a lot of uh, cricket on that. 
It's unbelievable. Honestly, it's an, it's called IB Cricket. And it was about 20 quid for the, the games. Ian? Is that Ian Batham? Is that what it stands for? I IB? don't think it does. International something or other? I'm not sure. It's called IB Cricket. And yeah, so all the games just download onto your headset. And you've got the controllers. And the con- one controller becomes the bat. And it, it's incredible. It actually doesn't feel like you're holding a bat. But very quickly very quickly um adapt to the controller and thinking that it's a bat and then you you wait for the ball to come down swing it and it can get you can do directions on it edging on it and and all sorts you can even bowl which is a bit tr- more tricky but you have to come around and have a go rich yeah do you need quite a big area because i can imagine you wash no like so just need... <laughs> well the, the beauty of it there's not really a cricket bat or a ball it's yeah, just a controller in your hand you're quite a clumsy oaf sometimes don't you? well yeah but uh so in the lounge um i just push push the push the the footstool to the side and uh you know you put back six so it's all six built foot. into the glasses you're not plugged into a hard drive or no no tower, all, in, all into the vr vr i'll tell you what so i've got um um creed as well so boxing you can you can put it on and the, the the controllers become gloves so you know you're in a fight and stuff like that really good exercise so uh, it's, it's an expensive um device i think 299 i think i paid for it and that came with resident evil 4 which is another good game um but have a have a look at them they're really good fun so have i been stitched up then have you got like some sort of pickable vr as well you've been practicing? no i have got table tennis though Right, so um but yeah you can't you can't replicate the physical physical exertion of, of proper pickleball. So that's uh, IB cricket, and that was just literally because you said VR. Uh a new audio book on Audible, which is From the Oast House by Alan Partridge. Yeah. Season three now out. Series. Yeah, whatever. Uh so that is now out. So uh fantastic it's and it's so long and i i'd love to have the chance to speak to steve coogan and find out how he goes about doing this it's, it's, it's almost as if he's whenever he's out and about he's constantly recording it and just doing alan partridge and things like that so if he's driving um or if he's parking or or whatever and yeah so if, if you're a fan of alan partridge or even if you're not give it a go because it is very very amusing um <laughs> and then the tower on netflix which i think is an itv uh, it's on itv no it's, it's itvx the tower and it's a, a police drama which has now got a, a series two as well which i haven't watched yet series one was was very good um so yeah oh. a couple of things for you there fraser what are you uh what are you recommending this this podcast i've seen a film that i just feel is exceptional and i, I just fell in love with it it's called the electrical life of louis wayne uh, starring Clairvoy and Benedict um, Cabbage Patch. And it's about the Louis, this true story of Louis Wayne, who was the artist who transformed the public's perception of cats. He, he did lots of drawings and paintings of cats because the love of his life died and they had a little kitten at the time and he just went into drawing and painting cats. And it's it's a brilliant, brilliant film. Wow. I mean, I certainly uh, like a film with Claire Foy in it, and I'm sure Benedict Cabbage Patch is pretty good in it as well. Yeah. What's that on? What? Uh, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Look into that. Excellent. Oh, good stuff. Yeah. I did. So, I did watch. Um, I watched Megan this week. Have you seen Megan? Oh, is that a doll that comes to life yeah. or something? Yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah. Bit, I wasn't. Bit, I just. It's stupid, but. 
But it comes slow. It didn't come slow. It's a doll that's made possessed or something. No, it's obviously made. It's like a again, again, like I guess like an IA thing. AI, yeah. AI, whereas I ate with heat. Yeah, and adapts intelligence artificial. It's paired out to a child of purchased this child, purchased the doll, not child. Yeah. Obviously, it's oh, I see. His job is to protect the child and educate it. Obviously. Any sort of threat to this child, even like just a neighbor's dog, mm. this, this dog goes mental. Goes so too, is that, goes, it, goes too far. Is that a recommendation or not? Then I'm not sure. I'd watch it, but I wouldn't. Don't, don't expect to see it. Any sort don't of go Oscar, out, don't go out of your way ceremony. to watch it. But if you've got nothing else to watch, yeah, you've got an hour and a half to to burn. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll, you'll get you'll, you'll not get away from the wife and kids, and you've got a quiet room. Just go and watch it. Right. Okay. Brilliant. Mm. Um. I, I'm quite looking forward to watching The Equalizer 3 in the cinema. I'm uh, going to rewatch 1 and 2 with Denzel Washington. Um, well, very... well, he's, he's going as well, is he? He's what? You're he's coming, with... Yeah, he's coming to watch it. Yeah, You're watching yeah. it with Denzel Washington. Yeah, but 1 and 2 were fantastic, so th- I'm sure 3 will be as well. I still haven't watched Indiana Jones either. Ah, that's good. For someone with Indiana Jones posters on the wall, it's uh, pretty poor. But uh, have you seen the new Indiana Jones movie? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I loved it. It was really good. Okay. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard very good things. But the, the Crystal Skull, the last one they did, you know, however many years ago that was, was a bit of a letdown. So I wasn't. I wasn't going to rush out and see it. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that too. I can't remember. I don't think I've seen that one. But this one's really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Maybe don't watch that one then. Just leave it at. <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> talking about talking about Harrison Ford. Have you ever seen Shrink on Apple TV Plus? No, no. I haven't actually. Jake, that... Jason Segel and Harrison Ford. Yeah. Brilliant. That's good, is it? It's written by Jason Siegel and Brett Goldstein, who's um, Ted Lasso. Roy and Ted Lasso, yeah. Yeah. Really good. That's very good. Brilliant stuff. Well, I think we're going to leave it there. But before we go, Fraser, um, do you want to give us a shout out for your websites and and Twitter and things like that? Oh, thank you. Uh, Website's FraserAnderson.com. Twitter is at Fraser's Tweet. And uh, Facebook and Instagram are um, Fraser Anderson Band and Fraser Anderson Music. Well, with an S. When, when, when you do sort out a Bristol venue, when we'd love to come along and, oh, that'd be and watch. That'd be and, amazing. Have you? Yeah, we obviously, honestly, good luck with the with the 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 video as well and the Worcester Film Festival. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. And uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be checking checking out uh, your your stuff so thanks so much for coming on the podcast big thanks, thanks to mike smith for putting us in touch as well thanks, mike yeah and uh we'll be back soon with another episode so this is episode 196 we've got three four more to go until episode 200 um which will probably come around christmas time i reckon rich so we could have a, time. Yeah, a time. christmas bonanza who knows yeah. but um for now we'll leave it there follow us over on twitter at 3piapc and we'll be back soon Thanks, everyone. Cheers, Rich. Cheers, Fraser. Cheers, all. I want to feel it all. I want connection with so many people in so many ways. As if I was only here for one more day. I want to touch your skin I don't care where you've been I want to hold you
Zoom. 